It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage in the largest internet radio network in the world, Live365. And from our cool-ass website called TwinTalkCast.com. And on a Wednesday, man. Yes, because Tuesday isn't always Twinsday. It's every day. Every day is Twinsday, so now it's Wednesday. How's that? Well, it, <laughs> it is. We are broadcasting on a special night for the next six weeks because I will be on assignment on Monday and Tuesday nights. So because we can do it, we did it. Yes, you know that's absolutely right. This is our radio station, and it is our website. So... <laughs> you want to be part of the Twin Empire, but we're glad that we're here every week. You can catch us on live365.com, but also, if you can't catch us live, you can catch us. Uh, you can podcast us later. Uh, uh, subscribe, subscribe, Holmes, <laughs> at our website, or go to iTunes and search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you know what? Please, you can. My brother says you can subscribe, but throughout the show and even throughout the week. If you friend us on Twin Talk Show on Facebook, we'll chat you up. You can make uh, any kind of, you can make a, let me tell you, you're <laughs> bring trouble to my people. You chat, can make suggestions, you, you can up. make comments, you can do whatever you want because we support the freedom of expression, our very first amendment, the Bill of Rights, your freedom of speech throughout the show, throughout the week. So go on Facebook and face. Friend us on Facebook. Twin We're Talk exploiting show. it, eh? We're exploited it, eh? Also, um, you can give us a call. Okay, man. Also, throughout the listen, throughout the show, we do accept phone calls the old-fashioned way. You dial 626-275-8946. And my brother mentioned that you could uh, go to Twin Talk Cast and subscribe to our shows. All our shows are archived and then podcast uh, so that you can download it to your favorite gadget. You know what, you guys? Check it out, eh? Because I know that, you know, we all get busy and then we're all, or we have a really cool-ass social life that we can't be at home listening to shit on the radio. Did you say shit? But you can podcast us. <laughs> How about those times when you're putting, when you're separating the clothes to do your laundry <laughs> and you, like, need something to listen to and you just... You need something. You need twin top. Oh, uh, while you're angel. driving, <laughs> but also because we have some uh, uh, some awesome shows in the past and uh, a, a whole archive of them. Talk about shows. Last week's show was a fun show, man. Tell them about our show last week. Uh, last week we had the uh, those two vatos from the uh, Cineverse.com. They're they're uh, they're movie critics, but they are <laughs> like nobody else. Picture your your kid brother. There you're that. Picture your geeky, geeky kid brother who, who's in college and needs to grow up, but is, is smarter than he acts. <laughs> These guys are, no, but they're awesome. <laughs> the Cineverse.com. Clever, they, indeed. They actually had the skin. And, and, his, and his colored friend. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a token black guy, right? 
Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown, really, they're really, honestly, they're great friends of ours. And they were they gave us the skinny on the big blockbuster purchase in movie business. Dave Lucas, uh, Dave Lucas, uh, George Lucas sold Star Wars Enterprises to uh, Disney for $4 billion. And they got the skinny on that. That means Mickey Mouse is daddy now, <laughs> not Darth. And, uh, and they're really cool guys. We also had... Uh, I knew Jar Jar Binks was a Disney character. <laughs> it had to be. I know. Anyhow, we also had Willie Bass. He called in. He has a show every Friday called Tales from the Sunset Sunset Strip. And you can catch it here on our network on TwinTalkCast.com. I was going to say that. Man. Every Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock. It's an awesome show. Let me tell you. Willie Bass is the guy. He was no, let me tell you. He was written about in, in Slash's book because all these rockers come up through Willie Bass's parties and hang out with him, and he's played with everyone, <laughs> and he's got friends everywhere. And come up through, yeah, it's so true. He You'd be surprised. He broadcasts out of uh, the Kibitz Room at Cantor's Famous Deli. Uh, he's had people like Drama Rama. He's had Steve Unger from, uh, I forgot the name of the band. Uh, um, uh, it's, it eludes me. He's had... Uh, Seven Dust on his, he's had Great White on his show. But you I know mean, what the thing is? He's awesome. Is, the thing about it is that he's tight with these guys, so they have these stories, eh? like garage stories. Yes. And uh, it's pretty exciting. Anyway, he's pretty he, funny, actually. He called in and told us what's uh, the latest with so, his show. So. Check that one out. Also, what else did we have? We had uh, Dr. Kurt Gare. He was talking about the uh, uh, adverse uh, effects of uh, genetically modified organism foods. Uh, the, the type of uh, conditions that he's seeing in his office and uh, and treating as well. So check it out. Also, we had, like we do every week, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, we had Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. And today, she's going to be here with us like she is every week. And Jackie, what do you got coming up for us on the News and Dirty Laundry segment? Tonight, we have everything elections 2012, electoral votes, historic moments, and um, drunk on live television. I'll fill you in on that. Also, uh. what is your dying wish? <laughs> well, I'll tell you about a Serbian woman's wish that involved her of a JJ. <laughs> All that and more coming up in News and Dirty Laundry soon. Jackie Ciao. brings up the JJ and the boobs, but she also keeps us up, no pun intended, on the <laughs> on the latest when it comes to news, dirty laundry, entertainment, and all that good stuff. What else? We, okay, our main segment today. Uh, also, we have. Go ahead, brother. Uh, Sorry, man. I keep interrupting. From you. the I won't interrupt anymore. Uh, I promise. From from the Inland Empire, the cool ass band called Borrowed Bones. We have uh, uh, Ed, uh, Eddie, and uh, Dennis. They're gonna rock uh, an acoustic set. They're gonna on. share a track. I'll, uh, tell us about their new CD release. No, you tell them about no, it. No, they are. <laughs> I don't want you to tell us. I'm like, you're telling me. I was going to wait for them to tell me, but no, if you insist. They, they are going to tell us. Okay, I give up with. And, um, and they're going to play a, a track that can never be heard be before. Blah, blah, blah. What's going on with today, dude? I don't know. I, I'm sober. <laughs> I'm folding my words, too. It's a brand new track they haven't shared anywhere. They're going to play it here for the first time in Theo Luis's garage. Because that's how we roll, eh? Yep. That's it's just the thing we do here. We do the garage band type sound. Okay. But anyway, we, we are so glad that you joined us. Again, I would remind everyone that you can, uh, throughout the show, you can talk us up on Facebook. Friend us on Twin Talk Show on Facebook. You can make comments to my brother's uh, <laughs> or anybody's thing. Uh, you can ask questions, anything you'd like. Uh, brother, here we are. We, we are working on a Wednesday, on a hump day. 
usually today I'm recovering from the day before, uh-huh. the tw- Tuesday, Wednesday, uh-huh. because it, it's such a, it, it's, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a commitment to do every Tuesday. I enjoy it, though. I hope so, because uh, it's a pain in my ass. But it's a, but it's a load off my back by Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? By Wednesday, I'm coming off of that, you know, and I still have a little bit of that afterglow, you know? <laughs> Now I have to wait till Thursday for the afterglow, man. Uh, what my brother's talking about <laughs> is, again, uh, we want to re- keep reminding you guys that every Tuesday is our show normally, but now we're going to be broadcasting for the next six weeks on Wednesday nights. Yeah. So, so Wednesday is Tuesday hump day, man. And so no, what's Wednesday up? hump day. How was your week, bro? It was pretty good, man. We, we had that get-together at my house for uh, our niece. That was awesome. The Sweet 16, that was the Lorax uh, theme. It was the Lorax theme. The cake was amazing. It was a Lorax head. It was. It actually tasted pretty good, too. That's all I remember. I've never had a Lorax head for, for dessert. So, cool. Cool. And, uh, you know, the next day you chilled out. Recovered, or you man. Recovered? You know, recovered. You and your recoveries. What did I do? <laughs> what did, hey, Jose, what did you do, man? You know what? Every time you ask me that, I never remember what I did this week. The week <laughs> is a whirlwind for me. The following day, I just went to visit our sister, Marisol, who was a little How ill. She, yes, of uh, course. A shout out to you, sister. I hope Hi, you feel sis. better. That's really all I did. Spent some time with my boys playing and. You know, that was it. Oh, yeah. And then I got ready. I, I studied my election booklet because I wanted to make sure I made a, you know, uh, educated uh, vote on Tuesday night. I'm glad that you got to that because our vote, our, uh, when, now when we ask, what did you do this last week? Right. Last week includes yesterday, which is t- Tuesday. Yeah. I voted también, eh? Yeah, man. It was kind of suspicious, eh? <laughs> they had an orange table and they had a green table. And they were looking at when you were in line, uh-huh. there was this vato with a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, he was overly friendly, man. He what? was just like too friendly, like you know what, what you, you know what I mean when they're like too friendly. Like he like looks at your booklet, he's like, "Oh, you got the green table, sorry." In other words, you can't trust people because that you, are too friendly because the orange table was moving along, uh-huh. like really like fast. Uh, okay, well, my brother's talking about is the polling place we go to the, around around the corner. They call has, them precincts, bro. Uh, uh, whatever the precinct. No, it's not. The precinct is the area. The yes. area we're in a precinct. Well, the polling, okay, you got the you, polling gotcha. place, but it's still they cover. Precincts. This time they they covered two. Okay, so that we went there. They had suspicious. They had two eh? tables that you could uh, arrive to. One table that had all the partisan parties, like the red and the blues. They had and an orange the, table, and, and then they had another green table. The green tables for the and you know what? I had to wait. My, I mean, I didn't mind. I met some nice people, and I'm gonna give you some shout outs later on. Uh-huh. But you know what? My table was like really slow, eh? And the other one, the orange table, they were overly friendly, and they were like. What nah, are you trying to say? It, man. And you know, because they knew Obama was going to be let me tell you that falsely elected. Each table had their own, you know, ballot box, right? <laughs> Ours had the precinct number and they had a ballot box, the green table ballot you box. You know what it was? And they, they had a ballot box. And you know what, though? Ours was broken. You're what? Your that was kind of suspicious, Holmes. It you was, know, eh? Maybe because somebody was stuffing that fake birth certificate that Obama used. To. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? Well, it worked. He must have got it at MacArthur Park, too, eh, where some of my, bo- my, my family gets their driver's license. Anyway, we both exercised our voting, uh, our, our civic duty, and we voted. Congratulations, brother. I'm glad you went out there and voted. And well, Charlie, it ain't my, it's not like my first time. Eh? I'm just saying. No, I congratulate everyone. I ran into my neighbors there, and I congratulated them, too. Oh, okay. It's like a party. You show up, and all your neighbors are there because we're all in the same precinct, eh? I know. <laughs> anyway, it was a lot of fun. Anyhow, since we're talking about precincts, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, 
a couple of the people that I met that I know are on my precinct because we stayed in the same line, eh? Natalie and Terry and Mr. Silveria. Eh? It was really good to see you there today. I see him there every year. Yeah, Mr. Silveria, he's actually a volunteer at the Orange Table. I don't care how slow or how fast. <laughs> it was good to see you, Holmes. And uh, also say hello to the, to the familia, the Silveria family. Also, uh, saludos uh, in the Inland Empire to Heather Bennett. I know you're listening. Hi, Heather. Your homegirl's right here, right next to me. Ciao. She's tickling us. Uh, also, in the East Coast, Sue G. You know who you are. I want to give a shout out also to my wife, Lourdes. Uh, baby, I love you. Angel, it's weird to you hear you still say, it's still weird for me to hear you say my wife. It, it, isn't it? It's weird. Awesome, dude, eh? <laughs> Anyways, that was a shout-out for my wife, Lourdes. Also, a shout-out to our homie over in Africa. You're always liking our pages, homes. Why don't you comment or call in Musa Sidbe in Africa. Is it because I don't know how to pronounce your name, Holmes? <laughs> Anyways, you could comment on our Twin Talk show or call in at 626-275. Twin. We don't know the country code. You have to guess. Or you could just comment. Eh? <laughs> also, Irene Villa, you're always liking. Uh, I'm glad you're there. Melinda Torres, she's from A&M Entertainment. She's the, the uh, uh, yes. Yeah, you know who she is. Did she just get engaged? She's this. Yes. Uh, no, it wasn't her. Oh, good, because I think she's kind of cute. <laughs> Anyhow, Melinda Torres, she's org she's the one that's put, helping us put together the uh, the fundraiser that we're going to be at November 23rd. Uh, that's Black Friday. So when you're done doing your Black Friday shopping, go over to the joint in uh, somewhere in L.A. Uh, more details. We're going to be there hosting uh, some uh, Rock en Español and some good-ass beers. And uh, go to our, our Facebook and, and know more about that. Also, a shout-out to some people that I know voted for Prop 37 and some familia. Amber, Lizette, Veronica, Andy, Linda, you, brother. Um, my sister, Marisol, Cristina, Banales, uh, Dennis, Evangelina. Raina Floberg. Ra Hi, baby. Thanks for voting on uh, Prop 37 and everyone else who voted, period, uh, or not, who, who exercised their vote to not, their, uh, what is it, freedom. Hey, I want to say also, even those who voted against Prop 37, you exercise your civic duty, and we appreciate that, although you're a fool. <laughs> Zombies. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, the shout-outs were brought to you by Express Cuts, because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. But we say Big Monte. That's Express Cuts, 10420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. Look them up and tell them the twins sent you because they'll do something for you. Cheers! Sometimes I don't speak right.
You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast live every Wednesday night now for the next six weeks. Orale, you almost had me on that one, eh? For the next (laughs) six weeks, we'll be broadcasting live on Wednesday night, 7 p.m. And after that, we'll be going back to Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. You know, it's uh, hump day is Twinsday, or you could just hump a a twin on a Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you can catch us on our our page at TwinTalkCast.com. Also, remember to uh, you hit that RSS feed there, and you can subscribe to all our podcasts, which are archived. You know when I really like to, when I do that, I subscribe, right? I got it on my phone. Good. My, I got an app there where. Oh, I you're that one subscriber we have. Any, huh? Yes, I'm the. Well, you hit the RSS, and it 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 defaults to my player that I downloaded. Uh huh. Okay. And so I got us there. I got a picture of us. It's really cool, you know. So if you guys get us, we we got our whole menu y todo. We got a picture y todo. And I listen when I'm washing dishes, eh? Do you? Yeah, it's really dope because in the kitchen I got, you know, the, uh, the the radio, the clock radio where I can listen to regular radio or CDs and uh-huh. stuff. But I could, with my auxiliary plug, just like <laughs> plug it in right what there out of my idea. phone. Eh? And it's dope. Eh? What a novel I, I, idea. I that's when I catch up on Twin Talking. I might catch up on it every once in a while. I'm done usually. I just put it up in there and I'm done. But every once in a while I go back and I listen to something and I'll listen to my, on my gadget while I'm driving. Because yeah. I drive a lot, dude. I, yeah, you do. Anyway. And you got one of those those cars that talks back. Uh, yeah. It's a Chale, hey. man. I'm getting one of those. I, I get in the car. <laughs> my, hey, Jose, did you shower today? Talk back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now you know it's time. Whenever you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and says, Ay, vamonos. It's time. From right out of NBC and Telemundo, with the skinny, the dirt, the news, and dirty laundry, Miss Jackie Casa. I like that I have that guttural effect on you guys. You, yeah, you grab us by the loins. She's Wowzers. also she's also got the uh, almost Adidas stripes uh, uh, almost jacket over there. Oh, but what, it's cuter, right? It's a swap meet Adidas. It is not a swap meet Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you're rocking it, Jackie. Welcome back. You feel better? I do. I feel a little bit better today. Yeah. Jackie Casas is uh, is uh, a multimedia journalist extraordinaire. Works at Telemundo. Uh, came through NBC, now in Telemundo, and worked their butt off yesterday on the elections. It was lovely. It's fantastic. Election. Great. You know, you feel prepared. You feel like you know what you got to do, and then the day comes and shit hits the fan. You're like, wait. What happened? I thought we were all set to go. I thought yeah. we'd been planning for this for months. <laughs> you were there. You were it, working elections. I wasn't working the night side part of it, thank God, because I work at the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> um, but uh, so I didn't have to see. I didn't have to. I don't see, see, see much difference. <laughs> <laughs> I worked those lovely more early morning hours, but so I kind of saw the the beginning of it. Okay. And um, yeah, it just it the never plumber's butt crack. <laughs> I saw the beginning of that crack, and it's just you just never prepare well enough for that. But it's always fun. Well, you look pretty good today, so you you, you rocked it. I guess you're. Wait a minute, chilled. she looks pretty good. Well, yeah, you know she's chipper. She's she got great the, 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 the stripes. Yeah, yeah. Wore the glasses. Contacts are very tiring right now. Yeah. So. Anyway, Anywho. I like your pedantic look. I've always liked your what? What'd you say with the pedi- what? The pedantic podiatrist? Look. Pedantic? Pedantic. <laughs> Pedi- when you when girls Pedantic? wear that, the, yeah, they wear the glasses. Spell, spell that. P e. It's 
P-E-D-A-N-T-I-C. It's like Pedantic. studious look. You look smart. And you look These are my uh, quote-unquote sexy librarian glasses. Yes, okay. exactly. So you're, you're, you're Sarah Palin glasses, and they look oh, hot. Oh, Lord, you know, why'd you have to ruin it? No, you know what? They're, I love they're Sarah the, Palin. The, the Britney, Britney Spears ones. You know where she's wearing the schoolgirl outfit? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know if she's wearing those glasses, no. but you, she no. probably could wear them. You know, I like my, you know I like my white girls, but Britney Spears ain't my type. No, she's, she's a little not. too, eh. She's like... She's like a different type of white girl. She's like um, <laughs> like a southern type of white girl. So if you like the southern type nothing, of white girl, she's that. That's nothing different. wrong with the southern girls. It's no, just nothing, but they're different. There's something wrong with her. Yeah. You know what I don't like? I don't. Uh, it doesn't matter where she is. She could be walking the red carpet or sitting in front of Diane Sawyer on a sit-down interview. She's still chewing that damn gum, dude. She she's never a spits southern type. She never spits hey, out. She's like trailer, they got that dude. Twain. Trailer, dude. Just because she showed, you know, the, the valet Parker a peak. Everyone's <laughs> hating on that. The paparazzi a peak. You know, there, the was, a world. T- there was a time when I had three jobs. That was my third job. Right. And I'll tell you, I got a, a, a peak here and there tambien, eh? From Britney it, Spears? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Britney. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, uh, no, no notables. Oh, bummer. It was a long time ago. Oh, who cares about Baby, boring a long time ago. <laughs> Nobody wants to know about that. Anyway. Hey, I copped a, I copped a, a, a sneak peek a sneak. there, eh? Shit. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say I copped a feel. <laughs> no, not chatting, man. <laughs> so let's hear about it. What's going on with the news and dirty laundry? My, my All dear. right, guys. The final 2012 election results are in and for the next 44th president. And let's hear a drum roll, guys. Let's hear it. Barack Obama wins! Yay! May God save our souls. I know. You're so sad about it. <laughs> you know what, though? I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I have to, I just got to say this, eh? Mitt Romney scared me, eh? <laughs> Why? Why? He was kind of scary because he, he was, he's a businessman. Now, like, I'm not, I'm not going to get into his whole ethical and where he stands or What's whatever. What's wrong with businessmen? What's and, wrong with that? Uh, I'm telling you, that's why I'm not getting into that other stuff. Who I'm writes your checks? You, businessmen you, write your checks. He's a businessman. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with business, right? But I like to think that my country is not a business, eh? Because then it takes, it, 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 you know, just like to think that my country is not a business. But, but you know what? You run it like a business. Man. No, that's exactly my point. You have hey, to run it like a that's business. That's exactly my point. Because then uh, I think that we need to, because what happens when you run it as a business, then you're looking at fiscal and budgeting yes. Yes. and uh, deficits and all that. When you should, That's a point of measurement. Now, think of a measurement where it, it actually deals with health. You know, let's measure people's health, people's happiness. Uh, people's you know what? It's the up to earth, the environment. How about if we did it that way? Let me go. Th- let me go about this way. We are responsible for our happiness. People are responsible for their happiness. The people that we elect, they're not responsible for our happiness. They're responsible for keeping things in order. We elect like like you would hire somebody to be your accountant, you the, the treasurer who is a tax cheat himself, Mr. Geithner. Thank you very much. Uh, you 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 get like um, you know the Secretary of State who lied, but she's a Secretary of State, you know, and and uh, she's supposed to run uh, a business of state. When we meaning going out and talking to other people of other parts of the world and running the War Department, I mean, you hire those people to do that. They're not in charge of our happiness. We are, but people's got people's people have to run the country. People have to do it, and that's what we get it for. A businessman or somebody who has a leadership. Uh, experience, not or a community organizer experience, a person who has experience with, like you said, being fiscally responsible, 
Yeah. You know, things like that. But you know what? That's a that's the thing is that is that the our leader is a reflection of the people. No, and just like you are. No, you are. We are all a reflection of each other because we are basically no matter what side we're on, whether on we're on the same side or right. the same vibe or whatever, we're bouncing off of each other. We can either complement each other or you know or not. And the and the the thing about it is if 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 the country is going to be treated like a government and not like you know uh, something. Masaya, something that's beyond. Okay, so how do you how do, uh, how do you a, a business? How do you, know? you how do you how do you Change. recommend that our leaders run our country? I don't know, like a okay. social club, like a fraternity, like a sorority. No, it's not a social no, club. You, you know, it is you a business. Change your measurement points. Eh? No, you have to you measure change it. The, hey, mathematics don't change. You, help, no, you exactly. have to count the money. It's the way you measure it, and though. you have it's to budget. It's where the perception is. So that's it. No, you have to. There's a budget. I'm just glad Mitt's not there. Period. Whatever, dude. Move on. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so can I tell you how many electoral votes he got? You Diddle's guys went right at it. Diddle's didn't even Diddle's give me a minute. <laughs> didn't even give me some seconds. Jose he actually won. said move on. Angel <laughs> started it. He, he won. But mommy, he started it. He Angel, won 303 electoral votes to Romney's 206 votes, securing Obama a second term as POTUS. And if you're not with it, it means president of the United States. By around 8 p.m. West Coast time on Tuesday, major networks announced Obama's win. His Twitter quickly posted his things to the American voters. Now, something that GOP are kicking themselves in the ass for is that Obama had between 75 to 79 percent of the Latino vote. Can I just yeah, say eh? extremely, extremely was even higher than last time before. I, I got an opinion on that. I got a real opinion on that. Uh, you can have your opinion. Let me just tell you what my consensus was. Your, people was because I know a lot of people that can't vote right you know they're latinos uh -huh. they they were always asking me because they know that i could vote who are you gonna vote for of course i never got into it with them but they always gave me their two cents or the, those pesos okay and they're all hey pues tu sabes que obama tu ya sabes que obama you wanna know why yeah porque es, es el presidente de la gente i can't hear es el pobre El vino de los pobres y él es café como tú y yo. What my brother said is that these people were saying to him that he's he's the president of the people. He came from poverty. He's like us. That's the perception of the Latino. Of uh, the Latino but, and he showed it. Two words. And he showed it. Two words. Bribery. <laughs> How is that two words? <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> okay. The president, the president in four years. This is what's funny. This is what bothers me about our people. What bothers me about our people is that they, a lot of our people from Mexico and Central America and South America leave countries where the government, they bitch about how it's so corrupt that all the elections are a sham. Is, am I right? Yeah. And they come here. No, and they, and they let, I'll tell you. Let no, me finish. And you had your speech. Uh, and, but, they have, but they come here and they let themselves be bought. And they let themselves be brainwashed. It bugs the helmet. And I'll, let, me, let me finish the point. The reason why is because... People don't seem to listen that President Obama has deported three times as many illegal aliens as Bush did in eight years. He did it in less than four. But all he has to do in the last few months of his campaign, of his first term, is say, oh, let me give you guys a two-year amnesty. And what do you get? 75% of the vote. That is cheap. That's letting yourself be bought out. What happens in those two years? Okay? What happens then? And it, why, it, why doesn't anybody it, say that? Uh, for years, they're saying Bush, who was for an amnesty program until 9 11, 
You Why don't they were calling him a racist? <laughs> Obama is a black racist, if that's the case. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what, brother? All, all the let me clarify. All I'm the just po- let me just clarify, bro, real quick. I'm not calling the president a racist, but I'm just saying that if you're going to call Bush a racist for that, then shouldn't Obama be a racist? Because he he he, he deported pre- more people. Hey, all the presidents are going to do whatever the the system has them. You know what they have to do to maintain the system. You know whatever but the current. That's system fine, but is the here. point is, I'm not talking but, about the system. But I'm what talking I'm about say- people I- who let themselves be bribed easily. But so what I'm saying to you is all the politicians, of course, they have they they have a, a what do they call them? Voters. Is that what what they call us? Voters. OK, so what do you do for your voters? You you uh, your constituents. Is that what they call either way? Eh? I, I w- it just said voter registration on my pamphlet. Eh? I don't know what it said <laughs> on yours, Holmes. And it said the green table. Tambien, you know? <laughs> it, so, you know, I mean, that's like just, you know, Getting it, getting something, and, and and twisting it around because that's what politicians do, brother. And uh, so, wait, so, what so does that have to do with our people? What I'm, I'm s- talking about our people. What I'm saying is that we are, we all buy buy into whatever not they me. say. Not me. Well, you didn't buy into him. No. You bought into what whatever no. your candidate. No, was. but I wasn't bribed. Yeah, no, I don't fall for bribes. Jose, I had I had um, uh, Vice President Al Gore totally try to schmooze me when he was running for president and i'll tell you what he I couldn't was, reach you i was sitting on the fence <laughs> was it his left i hadn't decided was right? i was gonna vote or is that dull <laughs> no was that? was that mccain the one that can't shake your hand eh? uh both of them Dole <laughs> can't and mccain what's what, what's up with these republicans um wonder which hand it is because <laughs> they don't know what the other hand's doing eh? <laughs> i had vice president al gore during the 2000 2000 1990 no it was a 1990 uh, eight? No, when Bush ran for president. Who cares of that shit? Just tell us the story. Ninety-eight Eddie. or something like that. Um, uh, he, uh, I was still sitting on the fence on who I was going to vote for, and I was really, you know, deciding what I wanted to do. And I had an uh, awesome opportunity to work with both of the candidates. Now, Gore was the vice president. Mm-hmm. Bush, obviously, as you know, was the governor of, of Texas. And hey, tell you he what, the one that thought you were the went, help. Didn't, and, didn't and, Bush think you were the help? Sort of. Yeah, I, I was I wasn't I was at Crawford at the Crawford Ranch. They were having a big fundraiser there and I was covering it for Fox News Channel. And I'm standing on. They had these. That big, speaks a they lot. Had, shut up. They, I'm a journalist. They had they had these picnic tables outside with hay bales and stuff like that with the, you know, the red and white, you know, sheets on the tables. And I stood up on one of the chairs with the camera on my shoulder to try and get a wide shot of everything. And then I feel somebody tap my shirt. And I waited because people do that, and you don't want to stop your shot until you're done. So I kept finish. I finished shooting, and then I turned around, and it was Governor Bush. He's like, uh, "Son, you're standing on my seat there." <laughs> um, you mean former President Bush? At the time, he was the governor. Right. Well, that's what I'm asking you. And I, then he became and previous. Formerly, he was president. Shit, you know. I don't no, know he's still enough. president. Once you're president, you're president for life. You just don't work. Really? Yeah. You still call him Mr. You president. mean you could take Air Force One anytime you want? Good point. No, but, I don't think so. No. <laughs> No, but you still have Secret like, Service protection. I would like, if I was single, I'd be exploiting that shit. Hey, I'll pick you up in all first one, eh? Anyway, we got to move gotta, on. <laughs> We're taking forever. I just wanted to make a comment on How one big of is our, your backyard, baby? Our Facebook, <laughs> our Facebook wall, which anyone, feel free to post on our Facebook wall. Lourdes Hernandez said, during the primaries when Republicans were trying to elect their candidates, I heard them say some mess up about minorities and stuff, and my thought was, man, this is going to come back and bite them in the ass. Bottom line, when you're running for such a big, important position, you have to appeal to the masses, and he failed big time. Uh, and you're, uh, hey, Jose, okay. you would you would have uh, lost the election, eh? 
because I called Obama racist? Because you didn't appeal to the Latino. No, Charlie, he didn't get the Latino vote. For that's, the record, I'm not calling. I'm not that calling was, the in my opinion, the, the, just like uh, this was just read. For the record, I'm not calling the president a racist. I'm just saying that by those standards that people called Bush a racist, if that's the case, then you also should call Obama a racist. You know what the now, difference is here? Is that Mitt Romney... Uh, gets his tacos at Taco Bell, <laughs> and Obama goes to Van Nuys. You know that taco truck over there? Whatever, dude. <laughs> All right, let's go, Jackie. Okay, so let's talk about some chicks. Chicks made historic moments last night. Women ruled the ballot boxes on Tuesday night. For the first time in history, women will hold 20 seats in the Senate, which is a record number from the current 17. From Massachusetts, I like women. I know, me too. From Massachusetts to Hawaii, women made their significant gains on a night when, you know, women and, and women's rights have kind of been up in the talk with Romney and Obama. In Massachusetts, Democrat Elizabeth Warren uh, became the first female senator in that state's history. In Nebraska, Republican Def Deb Fisher became the first full-term female senator in that state. It's really exciting for Wasn't us women there, to uh, be. Wasn't there an open gay one, too? I'm yeah, in, in Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, senator, forgot her name, but she's the first openly hey, lesbian. Tammy Baldwin. Yes. You know why, Jackie? I'll tell you why. You see Obama, like I told you, when you see him with his wife, you know they they like they're like having fun, eh? What are you trying they're to like, say? Are they all, swingers? Because all no, Charlie, no. What I'm saying is all the previous presidents up to now, they don't look like they look like they have separate beds, beds like on I, I Love Lucy. But did you see when he did his speech yesterday, Obama? He did. He actually he he spoke about his wife during his speech, which we actually uh, have yeah, a soundbite sound about it. Let's go, go ahead it. and take a listen. Michelle, I have never loved you more. I have That's never why. been prouder. <laughs> To watch the rest of America fall in love with you too, as our nation's first lady. Okay, who got some last night? <laughs> I that's if my man were to do that on the national international platform, baby. Okay, here we go. You're getting it in did tonight. You're yeah, right. Did you see about Jose? Did you see he even bit his lip? Like, uh, like say, baby. Like, yeah, mm. like. Uh. You know, so uh. that's why there's more women. Can I just say more something? More women are voting a bit uh, on the and the. In the in the spirit of shout outs, I want to give a shout out to Miss Chris Lindholm, who's listening to us right now. Thanks for listening, Chris. Uh, by right, the way, right on. my first grade my first grade teacher's name was Lindholm. Anyway, I remember her um, in the seventies. Listen, listen, listen no, to me. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> have you noticed how many white women have jungle fever since the president? They have. Oh, you what watch. What are you talking about? Really? You, yes, you watch the the video of all the women listening to him, and they are just creaming and crying. And did I say creaming and crying? I know. Did you? <laughs> I was about to. Did you say creaming like uh, <laughs> from somewhere? Hey, hey, this is hey. Or this like is a compliment to the president, y'all. Cream puff. All right, donuts? the president's got game. <laughs> hey, okay, okay. hey, Julia agrees. He does. He does have game. Well, let me tell you. If you look at, I don't know if anybody tabled it, but take a look at it again when they first walked out. And, uh, you know, there was audience behind the president. Like, there was a small audience behind him. There was the, the main audience. His daughter uh, gets his attention and kind of talks to him, like the, the younger one. And while he, uh, he gets, gets his attention and says, be, she said, you could read her lips, say, behind you, two times behind you. And he turns around and says hello to the people behind me. I thought that was. Who that, said that? His daughter? His daughter, the younger one. That's it great. just shows how. How he is a family man. They're they're in tune. They're they're out there together as a unit, 
and uh, uh, yes, he's the, the the president of the United States. But to me, it speaks volumes of the, the okay. man that I saw doing his okay. victory. Okay, speech. okay, I'll that's, give you I'll give you I that. That the fact that the kid was conscientious enough to tell dad, like, hey, look at these people. And dad was con- it was uh, present enough to to hear that amongst uh, so many people. Yeah, like hailing. Was him. it five hundred thousand people? I don't know what it was. To me, that's a big like big plus. A yeah. bunch of Kool Aid drinkers. Go ahead. <laughs> so as we had history in the Senate, we Wait also... Wait a minute. Hey, Kool-Aid! <laughs> Go ahead. No, nowhere around. Nowhere around. <laughs> Crickets. Uh, in, in history as well, the ballot showed the shifting attitudes about same-sex marriage uh, because same-sex marriage was approved um, in Maryland and Maine, and now couples will uh, be able to I, join together. I got to say, America. what does that mean? Eh? Like, like I had, I got married... I had sex the same day. Yeah, you know what? Um, <laughs> you know what? I guess that's the same oh, thing okay. for all of us. Uh, <laughs> same if I date, sex marriage. If, if I'm date a girl, gender. if I date a girl and I'm with her only, and if I'm only, if I'm monogamous to her, it's the same sex. Right? Is that no, what it is about? No, that's not how it's, it's just the same sex. Same sex marriage is between that's same a good one, eh? gender. Like I had union. sex with her before we were married, and then I got married, but it was the same sex. Eh? But there's nothing like but strange, we have these man. Cool ass rings. Strange rocks. <laughs> what? Strange. You know, strange, right, guys? You heard the term strange? Yeah. What about it? No, I haven't. It's no, like I, I don't know I if don't, I want to know. I don't, I don't, strange, yeah, I don't po- I... strange poontang. <laughs> like you go out for a night, you hang out with the buddies, you meet some chick who's really hot. Oh, like a one night uh, stand? It's like the strange. You never had that before. You never heard that term? No. Any, is- if anybody has had strange lately, give us a call at 626-275-8946 and explain to us what it's about. Okay. <laughs> well, very, very exciting now that, that, like I said, this is kind of shows the reflection of what the American people are thinking about same-sex marriage, which wasn't... Um, you know, five years ago, ten years ago. So, uh, historic what's the moments other hi- again. What's the other historic moment? Please get to it. <laughs> All right. So now another historic moment. Uh, lots of history happening this, this election year. So for supporters of legalizing marijuana, Washington and Colorado have a made Choo! it legal to smoke pot recreationally without any prescription or medical uh, it's funny you said recreationally like they're recreating it you mean recreational <laughs> recreational <laughs> recreationally without any prescription or medical excuse once again this is in the state of colorado and washington hey i know how you could legally make money without any risk of getting in trouble or confiscated because of the booming uh local state uh, marijuana business Whatever, dude. Well, you, you just sell junk food, eh? Munchies. There was, there was actually uh, someone who, uh, the governor of Colorado <laughs> said, the governor of Colorado said, don't break out the Cheetos or the goldfish too quickly <laughs> because it will be a month before the measures are officially on the books and uh, we'll, we'll be able to be written the rules and the tax codes and all the regulations. Um, but the problem is that this, crash, this clashes with federal government that says no on medical or any sort of marijuana use. I, I agree. I think it's a... Uh, um I think it's a travesty that these things are happening. Listen, listen uh, marijuana is, you call it what you want, it's a gateway drug. It is, it, it, ha- it contains, uh, it, it gets you high, and it's wrong. And I don't, and it makes, <laughs> it, it, it's, I don't want, like, my kid's school bus driver to take his five-minute, 20-minute break and smoke a joint 
And uh, you know what I'm saying? Not cool. Not cool. Not cool at all. I, I think I think that that uh, that personally, I think that the marijuana is uh, mal categorized as a level one uh, narcotic. I think it, that it's done so in a way so that uh, to one of the reasons why is to uh, maintain the uh, the prison industrial Whatever, complex. It is a drug. Okay? It is a it's not a drug. It's an herb. It's, a, it's an herb. A drug is something that's processed in my no, book. No, it's not. Cocaine is, is the same thing. That's opium processed. Is the same Cocaine thing. is pro- and processed. And you don't think marijuana? Opium, opium is it. processed. Uh, <clears throat> and it's the... it's. You know the, the the narcotics are something that are my, you know that the the uh, the drug companies do okay. Well, to fill us in on the details on that story, NBC Four LA's reporter John Caddy's Klimak actually did a story about that today. Was in, actually in a medical marijuana dispensary, so John can fill us in. John, this is Jose from Twin Talk. Uh, can you hear us? John, 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 Klimak. <laughs> I can tell he can hear us. Maybe we get him back on. Is he on mute? Nope. Anyways, give us the details on that as I get him back on. Uh, you know what? All I think is, is that it's a big. You're, you're making a big deal about it uh, because of it being a, a what you think is a level. Uh, you know, like a narcotic, a gateway drug, and all that kind of stuff. But it's I been think documented. It's a, it's a scientific think, fact. It's been documented. Uh, yes, I think it's a good thing that uh, that that these that the the shift and the consciousness is shifting. Otherwise. Because that shows that the consciousness of the people and their relationship towards the drug is shifting in such a way where it's not going to be oppressive to the people. And something as uh, giving as the marijuana and the cannabis plant is not being you know, oppressed as well. I just wonder if Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson are going to move over to Colorado or Washington because <laughs> they have been busted before for using marijuana, specifically in uh, Texas, where it's definitely a zero tolerance uh, policy type of state. Uh, so I wonder if they'll be moving over there so they can smoke weed. Hey, Willie Nelson just got like this lifetime award on the CMAs last week. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't think it matters where he moves and whether or not he gets stopped every time. Uh, he's still a respected and, uh, and an awesome artist. So I mean, really. But that that doesn't mean he's not a stoner, dude. So and, and I don't and, that does, and so that means that the drug, uh, you know, I mean, Willie Nelson has moved and touched a lot of people. Sure, he's not he hasn't won the Nobel Peace Prize or anything like that. <laughs> but hey, the Bato hasn't hurt a soul no, that but I know. The Bato, you know, I mean, Charlie. Here's the deal, dude. Here's the deal: when you, when drug when any kind of drug is legalized, then it says to society, but see, it's the youth, the youth, the youth, not the a youth, drug, the society, the youths look at it like it's no big deal. You know? But it's not a drug; it's an herb, and it, it, has it is many, a drug. It has many healing powers, it's got, and it has no side effects. If you really did your, your research on it, it really has no side effects. The smoke causes no cancer. You can uh, the course, oils, oh my god, the cannabis, the, the oh, cannabis really? oil that it does, the cannabis oil that you can restrict from, extract from it can cure certain cancers from it. The hemp from the marijuana uh, can be used for for paper and uh, oils. And stuff like that. It could be continued to be regrown. There's uh-huh. a reason, and that is the reason why it's been categorized. Because there was a time in the United States, 
you know, as early, as late as uh, the late 1800s that it was legal were our clothing, textiles, paper and stuff. Okay, whatever. That doesn't okay. mean you make textiles and stuff out of freaking plastic, dude. Exactly. But it doesn't hurt the environment and dude, and like and plastic and, and let me does. tell you, any, that's the whole Can key. I just say something? Anytime you ingest anything that has been burning as smoke, it causes cancer. It's a carcinogen, Angel. Smoke is no, a carcinogen. It's the chemicals or oh, the, so, so or the, the, so the characteristics of the plant or whatever. Also, oh, marijuana, you can ingest a burning leaf of marijuana and you won't get cancer. It's a carcinogen. Uh, um, let me just give you a little bit of the details of the actual legal side of this new law. Um, so, like I said, it's, you can use it recreationally in both states. Uh, you have to be 21 and older to possess up to an ounce of marijuana. In Colorado, that's good. That's good. That's in good. Colorado, people will be able to grow as many as six plants. And in Washington, users will have to buy their marijuana from state licensed providers. Wow, Jackie. Thanks for the homework. Hey, eh? um, what about ATMs, eh? Now, we don't I have some ATMs. Can I put some more? Hey, so we don't have... We don't Automatic have teller machines. Cash machines, eh? Dude, you're talking... <laughs> you that, do we don't have John Klimak right now, but... We do have a picture of him. You want to post that on Facebook? Yes, and also you cannot you cannot light up in public. You you are not allowed to do that. That's so okay. It's not like you can you can go buy a six pack at the liquor store, but you can't drink it in the car. You know, like uh, in the parking lot in your brown bag because I know you do, but you're not supposed to. That's you have reached the maximum time <laughs> permitted for. I've been trying to call this guy, but okay. Anyhow, so I mean. Whatever, Whatever, dude. But anyway, there's a picture of John Klimek as he went today to one of those pot dispensaries and took a picture with an ounce <laughs> of bud. Hey, that's incriminating, eh? No, it's not. Hey, he was, yeah, he, because he, he's he, not He's he, not here to talk about it. He did it live on the air. <laughs> he did it live on the air. Anyway, so that's the that's the problem I have with, with marijuana. Marijuana is a gateway drug, and the fact that we have legalized it in certain states has made it uh, acceptable to the youth of America. That is the decline of Western civilization. And now that we have a socialist government running our country, we're going to shit. Socialist shit. what? Socialist government. Socialist government. What are you writing, brother? What are you writing? Uh, I I think you maxed on the uh, on the minutes uh, on the phone. No, I did it. That's why we can't get through no, to clean up. No, listen, listen. For news, please leave a message after the tone, and I'll get listen, back listen. to you as soon as I can. You can also send me an email, john.klimak at nbcuni.com. Has llamado a John Cadiz Klimak de Canal 4 en DC. Por favor, deja tu nombre y tu mensaje y te regresaré la llamada lo más pronto posible. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Klimak, this is Angel from TwinTalkCast.com. And I heard you were at a dispensary. You got the munchies home? <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, you're supposed to be on the radio with us. Bye. <laughs> anyway, so that was John Klimak. Uh, you guys give him a call. <laughs> Here, let me give you guys his number. It's 818. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Move on. So, like I said, lots of excitement on election night. It's a crazy, crazy day uh, for uh, nationwide and media coverage as well. And one of our most famed and most adored reporters, Diane Sawyer, had a little uh, headline of her own during ABC's 2012 election night coverage. Um, some viewers took to Twitter to think about her behavior. Um, they thought... Was she in Colorado or where? I like. 
<laughs> she was with the, uh, George I like, Stephanopoulos. I like Diane Sawyer. <laughs> I like Diane Sawyer too, but one of a, fam- a famous uh, Josh Groban singer, he even said, I'll have what Diane Sawyer is having because <laughs> it seems like she seemed a little tipsy. She was slurring her nice. words and yeah. uh, she sounded uh, off. She was saying really weird um tosses about the reporters uh, with the reporters very strange <laughs> claims uh we actually have a little clip of how she sounded like and let's see what you thought she sounded like i do think it's always interesting to imagine being in each of those rooms right now and feeling the mood of the room see if we can see it see if we can hear it i've had i have a question i wanted to ask by the way at one point President Obama's campaign put an exclamation point after forward. <laughs> it was just forward. And then it <laughs> She's saying this as point. there's reporters on when standby to talk about. That was the right message for them. Yeah, she's the right message. Right, she sounds <laughs> weird. And then if you actually see the video clip, she's kind of like Lean. sort of sp- her arms are spread out on the desk. Hey, she kind of has no real anchor posture. I know this guy. And at the end of the day, as we're talking today, and right? The the day. Hey. There's nothing wrong with having a little bit of the drinks and the hors d'oeuvres that are being presented there, or you know, offered. She's working, there. dude. Go, have to have a good time. Eh? It's a, talking about the it's a point in history, Obama. eh? Have a good time. It's like I was here. I'm part of history. I think she has I'm jungle rocket, fever too. You know? I think she, she's well, one of those. She's a award-winning journalist, and she's a political correspondent. She's been around for a while. A lot of people uh, know her. So to kind of see her this way was kind of weird. Okay, so uh, we're gonna go back to John Klimak, who's been uh, letting us down. Hey, John, this is Jose from Twin Talk. Can you hear me? Jose from where? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, from KNBC Los Angeles, reporter, multimedia reporter, John Caddy's Klimek is on the air with us. And he was reporting on the latest uh, uh, on the uh, Colorado and Washington legalizing pot and reported live from a dispensary in Los Angeles. My brother wants to know, did you come out uh, empty handed? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Hey, uh, uh, actually, what I want to know is, did you come out with the munchies, eh? <laughs> you got the munchies? <laughs> now, you know, what's interesting about those dispensaries is how potent the smell is. Ah, so you got a contact, you got a contact, huh? <laughs> so tell us about it. We know, we know exactly where to go, but you know what? Every time we do this, we got to keep it on the down low. <laughs> was he, was uh, John, because, was he yeah, Honestly, because uh, it, it's such a big deal where these places are, and the fact that it's, you know, in California, it's against the law, technically, because it's a a federal crime. So, Klimak, this is Angel, and I want to know, so over there, people are able, it's different than than the the law that was uh, passed here previously, which is under a big, a a lot of chaos right now, but over there, they okayed it, not necessarily for medical marijuana use, but for recreational use, también? Yeah, this is recreation. Yeah, this is recreational. When we were were inside the dispensary, uh, today in the San Fernando Valley, I was explaining it to somebody, and they're like, well, what about, they're like, well, how do they know if it's for recreational use? I'm like, well, what, what do you mean? Who cares, right? <laughs> what, 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 yeah, what if it's for recreation or, or for uh, or for <laughs> medical use? And I told them, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so they're going to be selling this stuff at 7-Eleven. Hey, Klimek, hey, I could tell you got one of them big ear-to-ear grins going on right now. <laughs> uh, is that true? Uh, I mean, is that a possibility, uh, John? That it's, it not, will... it's not smoky in Tio Luis's garage. 
That's interesting that you said 7-Eleven. Is that a possibility uh, or or is it more like a mom and pops? Because I'd rather keep it mom and pops, you know. Uh, it, no, they're going to treat it just like alcohol. So anybody who wants to get a license to sell it can get a license to sell it. Oh, right. Oh, really? John, Regulated. tell us yeah. about your experience in the dispensary today. For those people who have never been into a medical marijuana dispensary, what is it like? Uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's different depending on where you go. I've been to one where they're very, very professional. You're not, you can't, you know, talk about, you can't call it, you can't call it herb. You can't call it, you know, oh, Mary Jane or whatever. It, it's <laughs> cannabis. It is medical cannabis. Whatever. So, so you have- uh, and, then, and then there are other ones where they're, you know, much more laid back and, and understanding and, uh, you could say you know, yes, paranoid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So you, my brother said you walk in there, you can't call it Yeska. So then, and then once you went in there, uh, everybody was cool. They let the cameras roll and everything. I mean, I saw a shot of you with a bud on your nose or something like that, or your face up to the bud. <laughs> yeah, no, they were they, they were uh, they were very helpful. I, the, the big thing for them is is that uh, they know that there's a lot of people that are out there that are against them. So when you come in, um, you know, they they take the uh, they're, they're kind of grateful that you're there kind of on their side in that you're able to let them tell their story. I see. So they want to help you, and they want to give you whatever you they can to show you that it's, you know, supposedly a, a an okay drug when used properly. The reason why John says that is because in, in, in California, uh, the legalization of medical marijuana was uh, was allowed, but there's a lot of cities um, are... Not, you know, there's the federal th- government is breaking down. Well, uh, no, uh, actually, the, down lo- local it. cities are lo- local municipalities are actually cracking down on them. John, so what's the final word though on the marijuana legalization in Colorado and Washington? Is it a done deal, or do you see some lawsuits coming out? Well, um, because of those wait, 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 now, John, John, yeah. John, exhale real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <ladies. laughs> Go ahead, John. <laughs> So, because the voters have approved it, they, the governor has said that he would sign it. Uh, he's got 30 days to do so, and uh, they're they're expecting to have some some pushback from the feds. There could be some lawsuits, but they have a year to basically get their act together and figure out how they're going to do it. Who's going to get licensed? And then uh, by 2014, January 2014, that may be. Uh, one heck of a tourist place to get you Rocky Mountain High. Uh, hey, dude, those guys are stoners. They're not going to do it in a year, good man. Way to look at it, they're, slack, they're going to be slacking. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it's going to get it's going to get turned <laughs> down by default because nobody acted on it. They were too stoned. Hey, John, thanks so much for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Really appreciate it. If you guys want to catch John on on NBC LA, uh, uh, you could tune in. Also, where can they find you or follow you on uh, social media, John? At John and we see a Facebook and Twitter. Follow John. He's got the most creative and informative tweets. Right on, John. Hey, John, thanks for calling in with this very important <laughs> recreational <laughs> report, Holmes. <laughs> All right, John. Thanks a lot. Good night. Take care, guys. Uh, John Klimak from NBC Los Angeles. So, okay, so what we got going on next there, Jackie? All right. So, like I said, very 
very, very interesting election night. Very historic. So let's move on. A man is suing a New York church for negligence after a 600-pound crucifix crushed his leg. 45-year-old David Jimenez is seeking $3 million from St. Patrick Church. What crushed his leg? A crucifix. A 600-pound crucifix. Um. Uh, so he's suing this uh, this Catholic church after the church denied it was liable for the accident that resulted in a six-figure medical bills for Jimenez, whose leg had to be amputated. So let me tell you what Jimenez was doing <laughs> at this church. Jimenez, who's an immigrant from Mexico, started praying every day at this 600-pound crucifix. Um, <laughs> but where is this 600-pound? This is in New York. This okay. is at a Catholic church in New York. Orale. So he prayed outside this church after his wife was diagnosed with a rare cancer in 2008. After months of treatment and prayer, his wife's cancer disappeared. So Jimenez was convinced that his prayer uh, before this crucifix was what saved his wife. So he asked the church and was granted permission to care for the figure of the Christ on the cross. <laughs> he took it home? So No, no, no. He would take care of it and he would clean it there at the church. So um, he brought that with this one Memorial Day 2010. He brought his son a bucket, a brush and soap. So when he was preparing to clean the crucifix, it snapped from its base and it crushed his. Listen, his uh-huh. right if leg. you're gonna, if you're going to clean any crucifix, you have better have a clean soul, an <laughs> unclean soul. And it's you're bound to get hurt, bro. Well, Lightning will strike. Crucifix will break your leg. That'll clean your shit up. Huh? Unfortunately, uh, Jimenez's Thank God leg. for Obamacare, right? <laughs> his leg had to be amputated. He can no longer work and provide for his family. He's been, you know, he used to be a delivery man for a bakery and a pizzeria. Now he can't. Uh, so he's suing the church for three million dollars, and you- they're saying. The church is saying, F you. Like, you, can't, you can't sue a church, eh? <laughs> yeah. So Dude, he's lucky to be alive, eh? They're going to say to him, hey, you didn't do your confession. Uh, <laughs> so the church is saying that they recognize and understand what a terrible accident it was, but that they're not liable for the accident. Because it wasn't an accident. I tell you, he's a sinner. <laughs> you know what? Either way, if they're liable or not, eh? Hey, do you want to go to hell or what, eh? You know, what's up with that? Just leave that shit alone, Holmes. <laughs> You're not going to get alive, eh? Yeah, so sad days for Jimenez. He filed this lawsuit a uh, couple of, uh, actually last year, and he still hasn't had any sort of um, updates. So sorry, David Jimenez. Uh, Jimenez, what's up? Hope you um, don't get struck by lightning next. So what do we got going on next? All right. So remember in the tease, I said, what, what's your dying wish, guys? What, what is your dying wish? My dying wish, what would I want if I hadn't achieved anything? Or Can I live? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, bro, actually. Good call on that one. I mean, I can't beat that one. <laughs> yeah, well, um, this man uh, in Serbia, his wife's dying wish was that she that he never look at another woman's shiznizzles. <laughs> so um, he, before she passed away... Uh, he le- she left a detailed instructions on how she wanted her final wishes to be carried out. That is, she explicably dis- <laughs> described to her husband that she wanted him to have her vagina on her tombstone. <laughs> so she left photos to be left to a sculptor oh, so okay. that she can have an exact replica of her stuff on her tombstone. Okay, wow. I could dig that. 
problem. There okay. was there was no problem finding money. There was that that was not the issue. The problem was finding an artist who would do it. I'll do it. Uh. Most of them said it was blasphemy. I'll, hey, I'll do it by memory. <laughs> so it took a while for the Serbian uh, widower to find somebody to actually put a vajay on a tombstone. You know what? You're gonna have to rate those tombstones like you know, rated R, rated PG. You know, rated, you know, my wife's vaginas on there. Yeah. <laughs> so now uh, he says, uh, now it's finished and he loves it. And it's a really good uh, likeness to his uh, late wife. <laughs> and he says, and this way, a part of her will always be with me. Okay, now it's a He's picture a or is like a 3D? No, it's a, it's a, th it's a 3D, 3D on the it tombstone? It's it on the tombstone, her <laughs> vajay. <laughs> On the tombstone. I, I want to know, is it shaved how or is often, it natural? I don't know. I just want to know how often he visits that tombstone. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's like, what is that, 40? Like, uh, I don't holographic? know. Holographic? Holographic. <laughs> I hope it's natural. What do you mean? I hope it's what is, soft, what is, eh? <laughs> I don't know what it's sculpted out of. Oh um, my but uh, he's the 72-year-old 70, widower, and now he has his, uh, his late wife's. Yeah. He's Isn't been a that lot so sweet? Uh, I don't know. That is, just, that is just the sweetest thing. So is she said, I don't ever want you looking at anyone else's stuff. So. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, moving on. Uh, so there was a survey online regarding infidelity. Therapists are now able to show what prompts cheating, and you would be much more surprised than what you would assume it is. It seems like it's the number one reason is not sex. Instead, it's emotional. Stinky, stinky women. No, it's emotional dissatisfaction for why both women, both men and women cheat. While sexual dissatisfaction comes in second, only 8% of respondents say men are hardwired to spread their seed. Wait, what, what percentage? 8% of men feel like they are hardwired to go ahead and... and spread and their seed? Spread that their sounds nastier than saying they, you know... That sounds nasty when you say that. Why? I thought it was, Jackie, more, I thought it was more... Scientific? Appropriate. Jackie, say that again. Spread their seed. Oh, come on. You changed the tone. I don't know! <laughs> I don't even know how I said initially. Spread their seed. Uh, so, uh, so like the statistic, a lot of experts said it was much more surprising that men are looking for someone to connect with, to be their best friend and their intimate partner <laughs> when they lose that connection in their marriage, that they may look somewhere else. Um, Is that surprising to you guys? No. It was surprising to me. I, it does I don't, I, it's not surprising, but you're talking about infidelity on the rise? Uh-huh. It's not surprising. No, but what she's saying is that not as many men cheat as people as, as women, thought, and more women cheat. That is not surprising to me to me either. That not as many men are are, are cheating either. As well, it's because I'm one of those men, eh? Okay. Well, it's saying that the reason why both points, men huh, baby? and huh? women. <laughs> what? What did you say? I'm telling my girl, Lulu. I got some points on that one, right, baby? Oh, yeah, yeah whatever. Huh? What it's saying is that both <laughs> men and women cheat for the number of reason of emotional dissatisfaction. Um, I I could see that. I can see that for because women, but I don't see that for men. Here's the thing. Men, men are more likely to be, uh, let me say this, 
Yeah, men are easy, dude. Because I mean, a, a girl could walk by and breathe in their direction, and if and if they got the opportunity, they might just jump on it. Mm-hmm. I don't. But um, right. But uh, but but I could see why because a man. It's real simple for a man. A man all he needs to do is feel like, listen, I've provided for you. I'm I'm taking care of you. Just make me feel like I'm the man. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Women are much more complex, and when that doesn't happen, they're gonna go and and cheating. I don't think cheating is classified necessarily as sex. It could be just a relationship mm-hmm. over the internet or mm-hmm. with someone at work that's you're, that they're very close to. Women can't handle that. No, they can't handle the flirting and the the attention. It could it, it could make them stray. So there was there was a, a lot of this was once again it was an online. A survey for both men and women, and um, experts were a little surprised by it. Well, I was as well. Uh, I, I'm not. Hmm. I'm not. All right, what do we got going on next? All right, so as we're wrapping this up, we're going to wrap up with, of course, a little bit more elections. Prop 37, which Angel was a, a major proponent. You know what? Twin Talk was a major proponent of it. <laughs> we did. You know, throughout the, uh, the even before Prop 37... <coughs> Uh, became Prop 37, uh, there there was a movement to uh, get it on the ballot. And uh, Twin Talk jumped on that movement uh, really early, myself, my brother, uh, as well, by uh, ha- allowing some uh, some of our guests to, to be on here, people that, uh, uh, that uh, were part of one way or another. Uh, one that uh, I'm very happy, Jose and uh, Jackie, that to be able to have on our show today, the day after uh, Election Day, Although uh, Prop 37 uh, is did not uh, get voted, I think it was like somewhere around uh, 53% of Californians voted no uh, against it. But it was the beginning of a movement, and I'm very, very proud and happy to say that I have, that we have, uh, the initiator of the uh, label genetically modified foods uh, California initiative. Uh, the uh, 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 who started the whole movement, uh, Pam Larry, here uh, with us on Twin Talk. Pam, can you hear us? Hello, Pam. Do we have phone issues again? Uh, oh, hold on a second. After that long introduction, brother. <laughs> Hi, Pam. Can you hear us? Uh oh. I think we lost her. You have to dial again. Anyhow, tell, the, uh, go, um, tell us about that. <laughs> Anyhow, the. The reason I asked Pam to call in uh, to be part of our radio show is that uh, being part of the, the whole movement since the beginning, I thought that uh, I, um, I witnessed a real reaction from people that really, people really cared. And when you look at the numbers, you know, 46% of American or Californians, I, I, let me say, uh, uh, based on, the, on the, the results, do favor labeling genetically modified foods. Now, this is the end of Proposition 37. I'm not going to sit here and, and try to say that to anybody, but it's not the end of a movement. And uh, well, This is uh, what i got to say about that. What I have to say about this is that um, um, California people ne- never cease to amaze me with their illogical way of voting. 
Okay, in the middle of a recession, they just voted in a tax on Proposition 30, which is not going to do anything but make uh, make the California recession longer. Um, they and many cities throughout California, they're banning plastic bags, which means that we have to buy our bags now. And a lot of cities are banning styrofoam um, uh, food containers, which means that a lot of these uh, mom and pop shops are having to spend more money to buy the other kind of containers, and yet they struck down the uh, genetically modified foods labeling initiative or bill and to me that seems ridiculous because it's about what we are putting in our in our mouths in our stomachs in our bodies it so you guys are whack it shows the power <laughs> it shows the power of the uh, the media brother what can i say well no you know what what i've got to say is that we just gotta uh keep trying to fight on that and like anything um, I think the best thing we can do in California um, is to continue on that on that route. Start telling your your uh, your local municipal municipalities from your uh, city councils and on up about the the evils of genetically modified uh, products, and uh, maybe it could work that way. And buy locally, también. And it looks like we're gonna not have this person on the phone, so let's no, move on. Let's move on. You know, we're just it's the gremlins today for some reason, dude. Uh, you know what? Well, the bottom line is, uh, you know, Miss Miss Larry. I know she's. You know what? It was that long introduction, of, dude. In the middle of a I movement, fell asleep and on I, that introduction. That's what I'm saying. I I, I went over on my introduction <laughs> with her. Eh? You know. <laughs> Anyways, we should move on now. You know, do we have any more news and dirty laundry, ladies and gentlemen? Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry out of Telemundo and NBC. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, when we come back. When we come back, our guests, Borrowed Bones, are going to be here performing live. We're going to uh, listen to one of their tracks and uh, a lot of stuff. We'll be right back. That was uh, News and Dirty Laundry by Jackie Casas on TwinTalkCast.com. You're listening to Twin Talk 
with Jose and Angel, and I'm Angel. And I'm Jose, and we appreciate you guys listening to us every week when we come uh, come to you live uh, from Theo Luis's Garage. We usually do it on Tuesday nights, but for the next six weeks, we will be broadcasting on Wednesday nights. So hump day is twins day for the next six weeks. Hump a twin, eh? Hump them, eh? <laughs> if you care, hump a twin. Ciao! <laughs> Anyways, please uh, hang out because uh, after on our uh, next half of the show, we got Borrowed Bones. They're going to hang out here. Uh, they're talking about their CD release this week. We actually have a, a copy each, Jackie, Jose, and I, Borrowed Bones CD, live at the Rec Room CD here with us. It's dropping this weekend. Right now, this is a song by them called Angel's Heart Attack. <laughs>
Yeah, Angel's Heart Attack by Borrowed Bones. That's from their new CD called Live at the Rec Room. Welcome back to uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel, and I like the fact that it's live, eh? And we really captured the sound. Welcome eh? to our show. We broadcast every Tuesday nights, and now for the next six weeks, we're broadcasting on Wednesday nights, uh, as I'm going to be on assignment on Mondays and Tuesdays. But we broadcast at a Theo Luis's garage, and we do it on TwinTalkCast.com. Please. Please give us a call at our, at our studio line if you want at 626-275. That's 626-275-8946. Or you can chat us up on our Facebook page on Twin Talk Show. Friend us. Hey, but don't forget that you could podcast it at us. Yes. Like, you know, like if you know you can't make it next week, just subscribe, <laughs> Holmes. And then you got us in your gadget and play whenever you want. And so now as and you could play us when you're playing whenever you as want. As we've been but talking man, it up all show long <laughs> in the past week, um, our guests is, are, are sitting here right now. But before I do, uh, I want to read a post from K Craig Constance, who says, praise all that is Obama. <laughs> Finally, the bones. Now it's time to kick this pig and get some rocking going. Ladies and gentlemen, straight out of the IE, let's hear it for Borrowed Bones. <laughs> okay, okay, let's see. I don't know if I got that mic plug, but okay. I got your bass mic on. Let, let's be more more and more real. Eh? It's uh, Dennis and Eddie from, uh, from uh, Borrowed Bones here. Hey, guys, welcome to our show. Hey, thank you for having us. Thank you so much for being here. First of all, thanks for making the trek all the way over here to Theo uh, Luis's garage. We're really honored. First of all, I want to say that um, sincerely, we have been um, we've been friends with Dennis now for a while. He's like you know he's a a, a great soul. Uh, he's a very uh, a humanitarian and 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 he's a rocker. And so we really honored that you're here, Ed. Thank you so much. Ed, First time I've actually met you, so you must be a good guy if you're hanging out with Dennis. <laughs> he, he puts up with me. <laughs> so let's hear about Borrowed Bones. I've, I've always wondered where did that name come from? Um, you know, it came because I was sort of borrowing people from other bands when the first thing came together. And um, <laughs> I just called people Bones. You know, this is my bass player. He's a bone, you know. And the, <laughs> so the, I was borrowing a couple different people, but it didn't didn't stick. I had a couple different guys that were playing in the band, and and they were all doing different projects, and they didn't stick around. And so I sort of decided I wanted to keep something on a more permanent basis. Um, but the name stuck, and I got permanent bones actually. Now, uh, awesome. <laughs> My brother's a bonehead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? He's got those dreads. He's hiding them dreads. Uh, we'll have to get him a shirt. <laughs> so so uh, so people will know who you are. I didn't have an opportunity. I should have said this. Uh, say your names and stuff so people can uh, c connect your voice to your names. You I'm are Dennis Gabriel. And I'm Ed Hope. Ed. So, Ed, you, uh, you've been with Borrowed Bones since its incarnation? Since, since December. I'm, I am the, the, the last guy to join the band. Isn't that funny how I said this? Borrowed Bones, but I'm talking about incarnation. <laughs> you guys don't get that, okay? So I love your logo. Before we continue about your music, because that song rocked. By the way, it's a song for my brother because hey, it gives hey, me a heart Jose, attack. It's not that the band doesn't get it. It's that you don't get the band, eh? <laughs> Shit. The, so the track we just listened to was a rocking track over four minutes long, live, recorded live at the Rec Room studio. Um, is that correct? Live at the Rec Room. And yeah. It's what's, called what's, Angel's Heart Attack. What's the story on that, eh? That's, it's, it's actually an interesting story. My last band was called The Generation, and uh, I had an older guy in the band who played guitar for me, a guy named Skip Maisie. He was a, a Vietnam vet, so you can kind of get a, 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 a gist of his age. 
but uh, we were playing a show at Angels in Corona, and he actually had a heart attack on stage while playing a song. Oh, and, wow. Um, so the song sort of tells the story with a little bit of embellishment because you, know, <laughs> you never let the truth get in the way of a good story. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how is he? Is he okay? Yeah, he's good. He's, he's very good now. Uh, he's in heaven, right? He's okay right now. No, <laughs> no, he's, he's alive. He's playing he's a harp now. He's still playing guitar, and he still rides his Harley. <coughs> so. Awesome. He, hey, he'd be better off in heaven and without royalties, too. <laughs> I think he's happy where he is. <laughs> <laughs> so whose idea was it to make it a live? Re- is th- it is. Is this a live? It is really live. <laughs> yeah, it's all now, how, wh- whose idea was it? I mean, a lot of people like to go and record a studio album and as you know, when they first want to record something. That why live? A bit of it was necessity. Um, you know, we were able to capture a lot of music in a short period of time for a relatively inexpensive cost. Um, plus, the band really is a live band. Um, so rather than try and go in and sanitize things with a bunch of tracking, um, let's just go in and capture the band as it sounds live, warts and all. Um, and so that's what we did. We went down to the rec room in Anaheim, which is uh, a friend of mine named Scott Flammer owns the studio. What's up, Scott? And he's probably listening. And um, we brought in about 50 people. Um, wow. To just to just listen to the show. So all the all the audience applause is real. That's real people. Um, and we just we just tracked. I think we tracked probably what 13 songs or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, we did a few of these. We uh, redid a couple of them, but we picked the first the first cut from every song that we did. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the first one was the best one. Forget yeah. all these 15 other takes. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it really is live. It's not like we, uh, okay, let's just take the best one. There's no overdubs. Yeah. So it, when, uh, how, how do you come up with 15 tracks and then decide to bring them down to these nine? <laughs> head over heels. Let me read the tracks. Track one, head over heels. You and me, I believe. Angels, heart attack. Trouble in the house of pain. Paul Newman movies. I love Paul Newman. He's a stud. Not your fool. Comes back around again. Love struck, and who knows? How do you come down to boil it down to these nine tracks? Did you fight about it? And you know, I think we initially went in thinking we were going to do what, like six? Yeah, we we were planning on doing that many. Interesting, yeah. but it just they sounded good, and the other ones didn't. <laughs> <laughs> there they go. That's what it is. <laughs> the best sounding ones. Now I love the logo. Yeah, I mean, whoever came up with this, we've got to give this person props. Uh, it's an awesome logo. It looks like it's a skull wearing shades. It looks like Dennis wearing shades. Yeah, it does look like Dennis. <laughs> I look like a skull. <laughs> with no know. hair. I better, I better eat a little more. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, yeah. So what's up with that? Um, that's a friend of mine named Robbie Medina, who's an artist. He also is a friend of mine who's affiliated with the American Cancer Society. He runs um, the Camp Reach for the Sky, um, which uh, is a program that uh, helps kids and, and their siblings who are going through cancer. Awesome. Um, but he's a, he's, a, he's a tremendous artist, and um, I said, listen, man, I need a I need a logo for the band. Would you be interested in doing it? And he said, sure. So he came up with that, and I believe it's hand-drawn. So. Hey, how long have you guys been uh, – how long has Borrowed Bones been around? This this particular lineup has only been together um, just about a year. And Borrowed Bones? Um, borrowed Bones as uh, an entity in yes. and of itself is around two years old. Right on. and you, But Borrowed Bones had partic- has participated. Not, not only have you guys done, you know, you, you do the local gigs, and you recently did a local gig here in the Valley over at Paladino's, which yeah. is the, uh, the, the spot here in the Valley, because really there is no rock spots in, in the Valley like Paladino's. And you guys rocked it. Uh, uh, and thank you for coming. Oh, it was well, shit, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't make it. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I had a 3 a.m. shift the next day. <laughs> sure, but you sure. also, no, now Dennis. But we're playing Friday, so you can come to that one. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Now, tell us about that. Where are you guys playing on Friday? Well, this is the official CD release show. It is at Romano's Concert Lounge yeah. in Riverside. 
That's uh, cool. You guys are not new to Romano's. Tell us uh, about that. Um, well, Gary Romano has been very gracious, and he's hosted um, our cancer fundraiser, which is Rock for the Cure, for the last two years, and he's um, agreed to host it again next year. Yeah. Um, it is probably some of the best Italian food in the, in the Inland Empire, for sure. It is a good place, and the venue is really good, but I'd like to tell our listeners that uh, Dennis and the Barrel Bones, in essence, along with uh, Romano's host, uh, uh, some pretty awesome bands at these events, uh, so, I mean, uh, Barrel Bones rocks it, and they got clout, eh? They, they sure do. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell our listeners about that event that you do every year. Well, it's just basically a rock and roll show. Come out and have a good time. Have a few drinks. Get your rock on. Get out and dance a bit. And um, 100% of the proceeds goes to the American Cancer Society's Riverside Relay for Life. Um, my cohort, Julie Pizzatola, is sitting here watching and she Julie Julie it, it wouldn't happen without her <laughs> Pizzatola um, we've had great bands in the past um, Run Double Run has come out we've had Warner Drive come out awesome. we've had uh, 11 of 38 come out we've had MT Robeson and the Messengers come awesome. out um, a slew of other bands Groove Session Soul of the River I can't even keep track of all the bands that we've had in five years and uh, basically it's just a it's just a good time um, and it's a way of reaching out to people that are fans of music but are also touched by cancer. Okay, now let's be fair. What do you guys got for us this weekend at your, uh, with your CD release? I know uh, people who have seen you, they know what to expect. And I had a great time at your show. Thank you. You guys rocked it. They're very tight, by the way, brother. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, you, you've been to a few of their of course shows. Of What can we expect this weekend? Good times. Um, we've got Love and a 38 who have graciously agreed to drive all the way out from Hollywood oh. and kick off their fall tour with us. So oh, they'll, be, right they'll be kicking the thing off with uh, a set of their own uh, about 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. Um, and then we go on about 11 and we're going to just shut the place down with some kick-ass rock and roll. And it, how, how, how do we get tickets? Uh, there are no tickets. You just go to the door and pay to get in. Okay. Uh, we just got. Looks like uh, a Jackie Horch Hove. Hove. That's that's Jet. That's my wife. That's your wife. Looks like Jackie was trying to call in here. Jackie, give us a call <laughs> at six two six two seven five, twin. That's six two six two seven five eight nine four six. I will verify he is here. <laughs> so let's. She's, ta- she's going to call and embarrass me. I know. <laughs> let's before we go into a call. Um, uh, let's 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 have some music. You guys, uh, uh, you please. You guys came over here with your guitars. Would you uh, play a track? And what are you uh, what are you gonna play? Um, we're gonna play a, a new song that actually we haven't played live before. Um, we so played it live once. We played it oh, live right. in my driveway. Okay, and now you're ago. in our garage. Now, now we're in your garage. You're working so. your way on up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we felt it was appropriate, following the uh, tumultuous times with politics and elections, um, just sort of about coming together and realizing that we're really all the, we're all the same. We're not that different, whether we are uh, you know Republican, Democrat, Christian, atheist, man, woman, twin, twin, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So basically, just a, a little bit of something to try and unify. What's it called? This is called Enough. Enough, ladies and gentlemen. In Theo Luis's garage, uh, it's here for Borrowed Bones with Enough.
Come up empty in our search for peace and love. Cause in this world today, there's not enough. So blinded by anger, we just don't see. If you want to change the world, it starts with you and me. With you and me. If we all make peace, we can find some common ground. Gentlemen, that's Dennis and Ed from Borrowed Bones. That was, that was awesome, dude. What a beautiful song, Thank man. You, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, it was. You know, we got all kinds of comments. We got people from uh, Terry Owings listening to Borrowed Bones on Twin Talk Show, all the way from Lynchburg, Virginia. 
Wow. Oh, thank you, Derek. Hey, uh, I, I like how you're not afraid to really just use words that are so committal, like the ones you, you know, love, uh, uh, you know, loving words like you did in that song. Committal. Um, you know, that goes to, to Ed. This is this is really Ed's baby. This song right here. So oh, really? The, 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 the lyrics on this song are, are really his 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 child. Right. This and this one came together kind of cool because I was I was on a business trip. And I was driving. I was in Utah. Rockers don't do business. Nah, on a business trip, <coughs> shut off all the deal, music because I could feel I could feel stuff churning. You know, it's the way I write. I kind of feel stuff coming. And and so that's I'm, how I go to the bathroom. Yeah, well, that, that too, <laughs> that too. So I'm I'm driving. Got a couple songs like and, that. And, and these and I I ended up coming out of it with with the first first verse in the chorus on the song, and. At the same time, Dennis is working on, we're thinking maybe we need to do a ballad because everything we got is just rocking. Awesome. And so we're thinking maybe maybe we need to do a ballad. And so Dennis starts working on some music. And so he and I get together one night to to write some stuff together. And I said, well, I I wrote these lyrics. I don't know if there's anything that we can do, but maybe we can put together and sell it to somebody else. Well, it was great. You got great. Craig Constant says it was a kick-ass tune. Sue says, yo, you, you, you rock. Uh, people just loved it. Cool. So Dennis writes this this music. He's got the he's got the guitar riff, uh-huh. and so I'm so they just came together. So these this song was written, you know, hundreds of miles apart. The lyrics <laughs> and the and the music was written completely separate times, and it just came together really and, quick. And and it came together here on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and Theo Luis's garage. Real quick, Damn. would you would you would you let our listeners know who do not know Barrel Bones? Uh, who's in the band and what do they play? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm Dennis Gabriel. I sing lead vocal, and I play guitar. Um, we got Ed Hove, who is our bass player, and he also is uh, background vocals. Um, we've got Nick Guadagnoli, or as I like to call him, Nicky Bones, on stunt guitar. <laughs> uh, he likes to say he plays whammy bar. He more rocks than guitar. it. He does. He rocks it. And then we've got uh, Scotty Schneider on drums and background vocals. And, you know, Nick actually chimed in on Facebook. He says, wow, this song sounds way better without me pissing lead guitar all over it. <laughs> now you're wrong, Nikki. And then he says, I'm going for beers on this song from now on. <laughs> uh, hey, Nick, next time hopefully you can make it too. Uh, awesome song, dude. It really was. And it's very relevant. It is yeah. relevant because, you know, people are talking about how divisive our country is right now. Um, I, I, you know, I tend to agree with that, uh, but I don't ever want, and I'm going to go on a little bit of rant, I don't ever want to stifle people. No matter how angry you are, you have a right to speak. But... <laughs> but let's remember, let's come, let's come back together and unite. That's what's great about this well, track. Know, th- this song, when it came together, was the day before the, that shooting in, in, uh, in Aurora, Colorado, in the, in the, uh, in the theater. The right? And so when, when I came back and I started typing it, because it, it was all just all in my head, and I started typing it, and on the news, they've got this thing going on with this guy that shot up all these people. And it was tough, man. I'm going... Wow. You know, and it's, and it's a song that talks about, you know... If if we can all get together and and, and just love each other, this is gonna be a better place. Right. It's ideal, idealistic. Everybody, let's get together and love each other in this garage right now. Drop yeah. your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I got no strange in me, brother. <laughs> so and so CD release party this weekend. Uh, where's it gonna be? Where can people find your CD? Where can they get it? Aside from the party, of course. Right now, you can only get it when you talk to one of us. So okay. you have to come to the show to get it. We don't have much of a dr- distribution. We're pretty much all independent. I'm taking a picture of it right now. I'm and uh, you come to the show, and we'll have discs for you. Um, we are putting our, our, uh, our music up on Reverb Nation. Uh, that would be ReverbNation.com slash Borrowed Bones. And we're pretty much 
uh, making it available for free download. Um, the hard copy will cost you some some money because it did cost money to print. Um, it's always it's always good. I like having the hard copy. You know, I mean, there's it, something yeah, of course. about it. It came eh? out kind of nice. And it's a mean? nice cover, actually. Yeah, I'm posting the artwork right now. It Great. reminds me of a lot of uh, the old Aerosmith album, Draw the Line. I don't know if you've seen the oh, Aerosmith yeah. album, Draw the Line, but that's what that, this cover reminds me of. Well, for those I, of you listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and you've never heard uh, Borrowed Bones, I know there's not that many, but you, if you haven't, uh, uh, Dennis... Uh, as a great guy, and on top of and the fact, it, dude. on top of the fact that he rocks, he's a great guy, and uh, we're really happy and honored that you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, please go to their show. Remind our listeners what time, where, and all that good stuff. Um, it it is at uh, Romano's Concert Lounge. Um, I I know we have the address if we can pull it up. I don't. Romano's Concert Lounge. Yeah, pass yeah. it over here, Angel. Pass it over here. Angel, give Julie the ma- the manager the microphone. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Julie Pizzatola has a distinct this honor of being the first woman to win anything on our radio show. <laughs> I was going to say, she's not only the ma- twice in a row. She called in. She's and won not tickets. only the manager, but <laughs> that, yeah, she's, she's a manager and a lifelong listener. Lifelong. <laughs> Julie Pizzatola, where can they? Uh, what time and where is this uh, CD release party? Um, show starts um, promptly at ten o'clock. Um, come early, have dinner. It's at Romano's Concert Lounge at five two two five Canyon Crest. In That's five two two five Canyon Crest. There you go. And let me tell you, Romano's. Thank you, Julie. Yeah. Romano's does rock. I really like that place. It's a great venue to for rock and roll music. Hey, Julie, and the food hey, rocks. Hey, it's does. it's really the nicest venue in the Inland Empire. I've played just about every place there is to play in the Inland Empire, and it's it's the nicest room. Hey, uh, Julie just used my mic, eh? <laughs> Real quick, <laughs> I want Julie to say something. Got some strange. I love Julie's drawl. Now, Julie, uh, you're Southern twang, right? But, but you're from Texas, though, right? I am. She's Houston. better than Britney Spears, too. She's from Houston. I'm going to Houston next week. You are. Yeah, I'm doing a story, but I can't tell you. Otherwise, I'd have to kill you. All right. But it's a good story. Talk into the mic a little bit. Okay. Give people a shout out because I love to hear your accent. Hey, guys. <laughs> I got my peeps listening, too Heather, Sue, Chris, Noelia, everybody. Just because I wanted to hear her accent. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Jose, let's that's enough. Leave her alone, man. <laughs> Shit. Let's hear for Borrowed Bones. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, well, we're going to be right back with my brother's Chill Lounge. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And listen. What a disappointment. 
I researched, I studied, I did my due diligence. I plotted, I figured, I executed my plan. But man, what a disappointment. I'm baffled, I'm mad, I don't understand because I did all I can. There, it's off my chest. And from this day forward, I will do my best. Chill when love. another edition of my brother's chill lounge and thus brings us to the end of another edition of twin talk with jose and angel and we thank you for joining us every tuesday well, no wednesday, every wednesday thank you for being on this wednesday because i know you like to do us live eh? but if you can't you know you could podcast us on itunes because we're itwin so just look for twin talk with jose and angel also you can check us out on uh, our webpage on twintalkcast.com all of our shows are archived for podcasts on demand or you can subscribe to it make sure that you check out willie bass and tales from the sunset strip his show is on our network twintalkcast.com every friday at 3 p.m he's got some really interesting guests on there. yeah we want to thank you all for listening we want to thank chris lindholm sue gregorius terry owens uh dory savino patricia patty all you people listened in to listen to your favorite band borrowed bones uh we want to thank our friends uh, Ed and Dennis, who are here performing live, uh, they went to take a pee break now. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, they, they're also having a... What an awesome song they rocked, Awesome eh? song. That was really good. Very appropriate, eh? But they were awesome. They I, I appreciate the heart they put into this, you know? And we want to also thank uh, John Caddy's Climac for the phoner. Thanks for calling in and, and uh, letting us know what it's like to go into a um, into a dispensary. Also, <laughs> I could have told you that, eh? Straight out of <laughs> NBC Los Angeles and uh, Telemundo, our multimedia journalist, Jackie Casas. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Shoot. Also, Julie Pizzatola. Woo! Straight out of Houston. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. As, you, as my brother repeated and corrected me, we are broadcasting for the next six weeks on Wednesday nights. So catch us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on TwinTalkCast.com. We love you guys. Good night, y'all. Choo!